Welcome to this episode of Fundamentals of Catholicism. I am Father Miguel Galvez, and in this episode, I am going to be talking about the center of Christian faith. In previous episodes, I have been talking about the first article of the Creed, I believe in one God. I've talked about what it means to believe. It is an act of faith. I've talked about faith as a supernatural gift from God. I have talked about how faith has two aspects, an objective aspect. Faith refers to what I believe, to the content of God's revelation, what God has revealed. But there's also a subjective aspect. I trust God. I trust that what he has revealed is true. That's why I hold as true the content of God's revelation. So there are those two aspects, the objective aspect and the subjective aspect of faith. Now we are going to talk about what I mean when I say I believe in one God. What is God? The idea of God is not the same for all men and for all cultures. Many have taken the idea of God from material things, from the sun, the moon, planets, stars, animals, cosmic forces of nature. But what about our idea of God? Well, our idea of God is based upon God's revelation of himself to man in the Old and New Testaments. God revealed himself to mankind gradually, beginning from Adam and culminating in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It was only when the Son of God took flesh that we receive a more profound understanding of who God is. One God in three persons. The one God that we Christians believe in is the same God who intervened in the human history of the chosen people, the Israelites. During that time, he was preparing them for the full revelation of himself in his son. And then through the preaching, miracles, life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, a small group of believers came together to form a community, ecclesia, which is Greek and means assembly, the church. And this church professed its faith in the triune God. And then by divine assistance, that small flock grew in numbers so that it has by now touched practically every human culture and people on the face of the earth. That is how our idea of, of God has reached us. He is the God who revealed himself to the chosen people, the Israelites, and in the fullness of time took flesh and was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He is the man who is God, who established his church to spread the message, the message of the gospel to all the corners of the world. This is the God we believe in.
And this God that we believe in, in the creed, is not just some abstract idea, like, for example, the God of the philosophers. You should know that we can reach God, or at least the knowledge of his existence, with just our mere reason. Yes, we can. In fact, the Greek philosopher, for example, the Greek philosopher Aristotle, he reached the idea that there must be one God, even though the Greeks believed in many gods and goddesses. But we can only reach God with our mere reason, as it were, from the outside. We're not able to know with just our mere reason, God's intimate nature, who God is, or know God's plan for the world, or about his concern for each and every person. That is something that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, revealed to us. That's why his revelation, God's revelation, is an act of love. The God we Christians believe in has come incredibly close to us. God came to us as one of us to tell us about his own inner life. At the same time, he has reached out to us to love us in our own human way, with a human body and a human soul asking us to love him in the same way. Even though Jesus has revealed to us God's inner life, we must always remember that our knowledge of him, of God, is still defective. We can never fully know God. Our knowledge of him could never be comprehensive because to fully know God we would have to be God. Our intellects are very limited when faced with the infinite majesty of God. For example, we know clearly what God wants us to do and what his plan is for the world. But we do not clearly see how God can be one and three at the same time. One nature and three divine persons. That's why we call that the mystery of the Trinity. And our faith has many mysteries, not just the mystery of the Trinity, the mystery of the incarnation. Why did God become one of us? These are realities that we will never be able to fully comprehend. But that's part of the beauty of our faith. It always remains something new, a mystery we can explore, always finding with the grace of God, a new aspect of God's infinite majesty and beauty.